Welcome back to another episode of the STG Fitness Podcast. Luckily for you, for the fourth time in a row, you have all three of us here on the line tonight. We got myself, Grant Argelon, we got Jesse, and we got Clark. Um, hey, yo. And, t- and t- today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the good and the bad training days. Um, we all go through them. I mean, it's inevitable that we're going to have good days and bad days. Um, we're going to talk about kind of maybe some personal experiences that we've had, some advice that we all have, and uh, get this thing going. I mean, in both lifting and life, everything's bound to have good and bad days. And let's start with the bad days. Let's get the bad news out first. We'll end <laughs> this thing on the good note. Um, bad days come in all shapes and sizes. Um, in terms yeah, they of, do. In terms of lifting and in terms of life um but to specify it more towards lifting right now whether that be a bad night of sleep um the weight is just feeling super heavy that day you got a lot of stress going on in your life um your warm-ups might have been rushed or you know you're sitting around waiting for a lifting rack to open up i'm gonna open this up to jesse and clark have you felt a bad day in the gym coming before you even stepped foot in the gym oh yeah for sure um I mean, part of it, not to talk too much about what we did last week with motivation and discipline, like it doesn't take a lot for me to get into the gym, but absolutely there's days when you first wake up, you know, if it's early in the morning, you just don't want to get out of bed, especially in the winter time, you know, your bed's nice and warm. You don't want to get up. Um, Or maybe you did sleep poorly. You wake up and your neck is sore or um, you went to bed later. Um, Sometimes life just happens. Um, you are up late traveling, whatever it may be, but you got to be able to adjust. I think one of those things is having a routine, but, um, have the, I don't know, I guess mental, mental and physical awareness or ability to adapt. You know, if something does happen, it's not going to entirely throw you off or, or kill, um, kill your motivation or discipline to get into the gym or do what you got to do. Cause life's going to go on. But absolutely, there's days you already wake up and you already know, like, okay, I did not sleep good. Training's not going to be that great. Right. Yeah, that's that's really good. For me, my biggest thing with going into the gym and not feeling a workout is school. And for me, in undergrad at Illinois College, this wasn't really a problem because the coursework was was a little bit less strenuous there was less stress, not saying that it was easy, but there was a lot less that went into it than physical therapy school. Um, And a lot of times I'll just get to the gym and I'll be there warming up and doing my first couple sets. And all I can think about is the tests coming up later that day, the next day, or all the stuff I have to do to prepare for something that night. And that's really hard to get motivated when you're thinking about something else. Um, so obviously like I've come up with some strategies, like now I like to make sure I have everything done before I go work out. I also like to make sure that when I do go work out, I'm really focusing and really putting some music on and going through a ritual, which we talked more about rituals and what we do leading up to the gym to get motivated last week. Um, just taking all those steps before I go to the gym can help me combat having a bad day, but I definitely feel more so than ever right now going into the gym, having um, that feeling that it's going to be a bad day um, and a bad training session. But 
I think at the end of the day, um, just having your strategies and going back to doing things which you, the way you like to do them and kind of developing your own routine is, is really key to help that. Um, but yeah. Well, and even on the flip side of like, sometimes you wake up and you already know it's going to be a bad day. Sometimes you wake up feeling great yeah. and you go into the gym and it's just not happening because yeah. of you think back to it. It's like, well, I woke up feeling good, but the weight's just not moving. And I guess in a little bit after Grant, whatever you're saying, we can talk about training strategies to, to kind of get through it. Yeah, I think I was just going to kind of move a little bit forward talking about how do you go about a workout when it, it just isn't going well and do we know when to stop if, it, if it's just not going to plan. And I think you guys hit it on the head is like there's just so many factors. Sometimes it's just out of your control how that weight's going to feel that day. And I know for me personally, it's, um, you know, sometimes with work, you don't get the amount of food that you want to in before you uh, go lift. And like even Jesse talking about when you wake up, you know, might not have gotten the best night of sleep or something's aching the next day. And it's just like, how do you go about that in the workout? And for me, um, I think it, it's easy. It's, a very easy route to just say, all right, you know, we're just going to go, we're stretching, we're not feeling too good. Maybe we should just call it a day. Maybe we should just leave um, and just avoid a bad workout altogether. But um, I think it, I sometimes try to turn to um, what has made a good workout. And, you know, sometimes like when that weight's just not moving, um, it's just, it's just not working that day. Um, you do just have to call it quits. And at the end yeah. of the day, you just got to take it for what it is, clear it in your head, and then move on the next day. I don't know if you guys are the same way, but, um, you know, in a way, sometimes you get close to, to a meet. Some days, what you can hit every single day you walk in for deadlift, you know, three days before, that's feeling heavy. And it's just like, you know, do I push it? Do I run the risk of getting injured or failing an attempt? And, um, you know, sometimes you just have to call it, clear it, and get back to it the next day. Yeah, in, in my opinion, I think that there's three different types of bad days. I don't know if you guys agree with me. There's the bad day where you wake up and you get out of bed and you're just thinking, absolutely not. Like this workout's not going to be good. And then there's the day where <clears throat> you wake up and everything feels good and you get to the gym and you're not really feeling it. And then you don't think it's going to be a good workout. And then you get going and it's fine. And then there's the other workouts where you don't feel very good going into the gym and then it's not good throughout. So I think there's different levels and I've all felt, I've felt all three of those on a different um, sure. day and different stages. And I think there's different ways to go about each of them. I think <clears throat> if you're just feeling like you don't really want to go um, when you get there, you're good. I think just like sticking to that routine is something that's really, really good. Um, then when you get there and it just continues to go poorly um, throughout the whole workout, I think a good way to go about that is leaving your ego at the door. You know, just because you're not deadlifting 450 pounds like you always do, doesn't mean you can't still get a good lift in, you know, peel off some For of that sure. weight, do 315 pounds, do 275 pounds on the deadlift and increase the reps or just do as much as you can to move and to do something. And I think a lot of people just are so focused on a number that they're trying to hit and the sets and reps on the sheet. And Jesse can explain more of like 
you know, once in a while, we're going to have a lift that we need to kind of adapt and that we need to change to match how we're feeling or what we're going through that day. Now, if you do that every day, that's one thing, but doing that once in a while is not bad at all. And I think um, one, getting motivated, like we talked about is big, but number two is leaving your ego at the door. And then even knowing when to stop, you know, if you're not feeling good, if you feel like you're going to injure yourself or you're going to, um, be, be hurt by doing this workout, then it is okay to stop. I'm not saying do this all the time, but you, you don't want to push yourself to the point where you're going to do more harm than good. Yeah. A lot of good points, especially, um, going off like, like injury is, is understanding what is your body capable of that day. And I think a lot of times when you start outlifting, um, a little bit going into training aspects, but, um, when you're going off of percentages, a lot of people might get stuck on a certain number, or even if you're going off of RPE, which is rate of perceived exertion, if people don't know that, but it's basically going off how you feel. And I think you can use a balance of those, but if you do go in and you think whether it's a, if, if it's, you know, uh, five by five at 75%, let's just say that that's 225 for something and the weight's just not moving, or you're supposed to do an RPE of eight, where you maybe have two at the most three reps left in the tank. Um, some days that weight is going to feel a lot heavier than it should. I'm working with um, somebody else making a new program for them and uh, having to explain within kind of the breakdown of some of the program, understanding that there are good and bad days. Um, and we'll talk about good days in a minute, but with those bad days, take weight off the bar. If, if you got to take five pounds off, fine. If you got to take 40 pounds off the bar, fine. If that's what's going to get the job done, then that's what you got to do. I also think that if it's so bad that you're already in the gym and you just feel like you can't continue, stop lifting, but maybe just go on a bike or row or go on a treadmill for 20, 30 minutes and at least get something physically done. Um, you know, I don't know if necessarily 100% just quit and call it a day is always the best answer. Um, you do want to avoid injury. So if you feel like something's going to get injured, then yeah, there's a point where you should probably stop. So for the lifters out there that, you know, they're leaving the gym and it just, it, they're just not having a good day. Like they went in, nothing was feeling too good. Um, how do you guys go about mentality wise and both like physically wise, like you have a bad day at the gym. What are you guys doing once you leave the gym that day? So I think that's where tracking is really important. Um, I mean, not that everybody necessarily needs to track down every single gram of food that you're eating or every little aspect of your life in and outside of the gym, but just taking mental notes and understanding that if you do have a bad training day one day, Look back at the day before. Did you go to bed at the same time? Did you wake up at the same time? Did you drink enough water? Um, was, your, your, was your nutrition absolutely horrible the day before? And, and you're kind of feeling it the next day. Um, maybe you're somebody who, you know, with your digestion, maybe you're sensitive to like spicy food or really greasy food. Maybe you don't go out and eat fast food very often, but the night before, you and your friends went out and had greasy cheeseburgers, probably not going to feel the best the next day. Like that is a real thing where your body gets used to a certain type of nutrition 
when it changes drastically, it's going to affect you the next day. So those things are kind of important, but you kind of just have to let it go. I think that takes time to develop, but whether you're talking about motivation, discipline, or just getting over a bad training day, you have to understand that one bad day, missing a day, maybe you wake up feeling so bad that you're just like, I'm just not going to go to the gym today. That's fine. One day out of 30 days or once every 15 days, it's not going to ruin progress. You know, it's that long-term consistency and being able to kind of just throw it in the trash, take it out. It's done. Don't worry about it. Um, you can reflect off certain things. Maybe certain things work better than others. Reflecting on your training. Is your volume too high? Do you need a deload week? Um, is your body just starting to break down? So you need time to recover, but yeah, you just got to forget about it. Move on. I think that's what's been the nice thing about the one-on-one -on -one coaching with you, Jesse, is that I think we've kind of built a relationship over time where um, we start to understand each other, like both how like you program and then how kind of how my body reacts to programming as well. And um, I'd say like as being a power lifter or just like even someone who has a coach is like establishing that relationship and tracking those patterns. Like sometimes it does, it comes down to those little things. And once you find it, I mean, it could be a game changer in your entire especially, especially once you're doing that competitive level of anything yeah those fine details it's the little details that um really whether you're competing or not it's the fine details that are going to make the biggest impact exactly i have nothing to add well said guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so so we're gonna wrap up the bad days we're gonna move over to the good days um and similar to bad days good days coming off all forms, um, whether that's, you know, you're hitting all your macros heading into the gym, you're just feeling really good. Um, the pre-workout is just hitting right, walking into the gym, you're, you're feeling good. Uh, the weight is just flying on all your lifts or you just have a lot of high energy or just overall, like naturally just feeling really good. Um, how do you guys go about a workout when it's feeling amazing or, and then do you know like when to stop? So I, I don't overdo it. So my thing is, is I, I also do programming with Jesse with percentages. Um, but any, anybody that has a percentage-based program or a rep-based program, so even if they don't have percentages and it just says, you know, three by six, four by eight, whatever, I am 100% sticking to that. Now my strategy may be different from you two, but I'm going to stick to that. And then I'm going to go through the whole lift because I've had times where I've felt really good and I'll do like an extra set or I'll increase the weight a little more than it says. And then I'll get to the end of the workout. And like the last two sets of the last thing that's in the program, I can't do it because I overdid the workout, the part of the workout before that. And that's awful. So I, I don't like doing that. So what I do is I just keep it consistent, keep it the way it's supposed to be. And then when I'm done, if I'm still feeling good, you know, maybe I'll add in one more chest pump that I wanted to do or one more bicep tricep thing that I wanted to do that wasn't on the thing that wasn't on the program sheet um but I, I really don't want to overdo it um unless it's just so light that you know that you have to increase it I'm if it's just you know feeling good but it still feels like it's kind of tiring me out I'm, I'm gonna keep it that way um and then yeah most of the time I'll just add something at the end but you know, like I said, I'm a little bit in a different scenario. I'm in school right now. So what I like to do is with that positive energy that I have, instead of doing like, you know, another set 
of biceps, triceps, or another chest thing at the end of the workout, I'll just go back and use that extra energy for studying and use that for other aspects of my life. So it kind of just depends on how you want to like quote unquote ration out the extra energy you have, but that's usually how I handle it. I'm sure there is better ways I'm sure to handle it, but that's, that's what I've found works the best for me. Yeah. I feel like yeah, that's pretty when good. I first, when I first started training and powerlifting and like, I know like the first two mock meets we kind of did Jesse, um, there's, there had been days where I'm, I'm guilty of it. I mean, I was feeling amazing and I pushed the limits a little bit and tried to PR on new lifts or, um, might have gone more than what was prescribed that day in terms of the type of weight I should be lifting. And I paid my price in the second mock meet we were prepping for, um, me kind of full sending it two weeks before, um, kind of led to some back pain and, uh, led to us having to, um, delay the mock meet a little bit, which I've learned, I've learned my lesson and (laughs) sticking to the prescribed numbers, but, I, I don't think I'm the only one who's done that. And oh, absolutely that's not. The, that's the lesson that I've learned is that, especially like when you're competing in a competitive sport and, you know, fatigue does build up in preps like this. Um, you know, sometimes you do learn your lesson and it's great when you're feeling amazing, but at the same time, I think you also have to uh, take into account that, you know, you might be two weeks out from competition and it might not be the smartest thing to, go RPE 12 on a day you're feeling really good. It's just take for what it is, call it a day. Not a good idea. Enjoy please it. Don't, please don't do that. <laughs> Use that positivity that Clark was talking about in your personal life and let, just keep grinding. Yeah, and there's, yeah. Plenty, there's plenty of things you can – sorry not to cut you off, Jesse. But there's plenty of things you could do too with, with that extra energy. It doesn't have to be you know trying to max out 20 pounds more. With that extra energy. You can you can go on a hike, you can go on a walk, you can play with your kids, you can go on a bike ride. What whatever you want to do with that extra energy, you can. It doesn't have to be just using it for homework. I use that as an example, but it's it's not like you're just gonna sit there and be all jittery on the couch and waste the energy. Like there's other things you can do. I'm just saying, like, I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, oh, I hit my max of 315 on the bench. What's, and that's my 15 pound PR. Let me try and hit 345. Like you already hit your PR. You're already feeling great. You already did something that you've never done before. Take that time to recover because then when you go full circle next week, you're going to be feeling way better because you didn't tear your rotator cuff trying to do too much weight too quickly. Yeah. I think that's where the aspect of um, what I always say is be smart and take advantage of good days. Meaning if you are feeling good and that weight is absolutely moving, take advantage of that, especially on your compound movements, whether you're doing a percentage or RPE training, um, take advantage of that and add a little bit more weight. Um, but not so much where 85% becomes 95%. That's too much, especially, you know, you talk about what, what's the context. Are we well, two to three weeks out of competition or are we eight plus weeks out of competition? I think that's a big difference. But if you're going too hard, um, especially near competition or depending on how fatigued you are, then yeah, you can lead yourself into overuse injuries um, and things like that. But I don't think there's any problem with, you know, if, if 75% 
or an RPE of eight for a four by three feels super easy, then add five pounds. Let's say you got four, uh, let's say you got four sets of five. The first set weight moves super easy. Second set, add five pounds. If that's still moving super easy, add five more pounds. More than 10 pounds though, I wouldn't increase by because now you're really starting to, um, that, that's a big weight difference. And like Clark had said, you might, that accessory work is important. It's very important. Um, don't undermine it. Don't neglect it. It's not just about squat bench deadlift or your snatch clean and jerk, whatever training you do, take advantage of the accessory work because you don't want to burn yourself out for it too much by killing yourself before. And I think that's a concept that goes in with warmups when you're warming up, whether it's just a regular day of training or you're maxing out or you're going into a meet, you can't burn yourself out during your warmup. You know, doing the bar and then 135 and then whatever, however you go. Because I know some days I've, I've been benching a lot lately just because I'm rehabbing my knee. But, um, you know, I'll bench the bar. I'll bench 135. I'll go to 225. And honestly, I can tell I've been training long enough and listening to my body every single day that I know how the rest of my lift is going to go based on that second warm-up set. If 225 moves super fast, I'm ready to keep going up. If it doesn't move great, I might do one warm-up set at 225. And if that second warm-up set at the same weight is not working, I know, okay, I'm going to have to back off for the rest of my training session. Um, those are things that you honestly you just need to learn though as time goes on you get more experienced and more in tune to listening to your body listening to your body every single day um, is really going to pay off in the long run and that that's the name of the game I don't I, I want to squat when I'm 70 years old you know yeah no I I think you both bring up very good points and a lot of the time it's it's really checking the ego, staying in your pocket and, um, you know, take advantage of the good days, but uh, know your limits, know your body. And I think you both touched on that very well. And with that, like heading into the wrap up, you know, embracing the good and bad days in lifting and in life, um, we're all, it's inevitable that we're all going to experience both of those. Let's give some advice to listeners on how to not get stuck in a loop in terms of, you know, they have a bad day, how can they prevent themselves from not turning that into a bad day? Yeah. Well, one more point I'm sorry that I want to make about good days is that you can, by doing too much, pushing yourself too much, you can turn those good days into bad days or make one good day turn the next day into a bad day. If you do too much by injuring yourself, being an ego, being an ego lifter, and um, never out-train technique. Um, same like, um, you can't out-train a bad diet. You can't out-train bad technique. You can't out. You can't out-supplement bad nutrition. All of those things go hand in hand. Um, don't push yourself so hard that you're going to turn your good days into bad days um, by getting hurt. You know, um, be smart. That's why I say be smart and take advantage. Um, but yeah, getting stuck in a loop. Um, I do think staying in a routine, going to bed at the same time, consistent nutrition, hydration, whatever supplements you choose to take. If there's something that you do end up changing, an extra supplement you take, the nutrition that you change, maybe your work schedule changes, 
you got to be able to adapt. Um, but you really have to understand that you're going to, you're going to be stuck in controlling what you can control. What can you control? You can control your mindset on everything. Um, if you focus on the negative things that are going on around you, that's going to get in your head and then that's, what's going to come back out. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of negativity around in the world, um, whether it be in front of you or on social media, on the radio, on, on whatever, but you've got to control what you can control. And one of those biggest things is your mindset going into the gym, leaving the gym, waking up every day, going to sleep. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing is they call it be, be a steady Eddie. And I really like that because if you look at guys, you know, Michael Jordan, Mike Trout, um, you know, Tom Brady, the best athletes in the, of their craft. And um, they never let their highs get too high and they never let their lows get too low. You know, Tom Brady does terrible against the Titans in the AFC championship or AFC <laughs> wildcard game in 2019. What does he do this year? Goes and wins in Super Bowl. Michael Jordan, he loses to the Pistons. What does he go do the next year? He doesn't join the super team. He works out, trains hard, wins title the next year and goes on to win six and the rest is history. Um, they don't let their lows get too low. And when they win their Super Bowls and they win their titles, they don't let their highs get too high. They go right back to what got them there. And I think that's, that's just big in your own life too. When I, I know a quote from, from a professor of mine that says, don't let a good test result or a great day deter you from doing well tomorrow because you, you don't want to get complacent. So I think the same goes for lifting. You know, if you're, you have a really, really good day, don't take it easy and go in there the next day and be, oh, I got a really good lift in yesterday. I can kind of mess around, try and just throw up random weight, not follow the program. But if you have a really bad day and you weren't feeling it and you didn't get as good of a workout in, you know, get a good night's sleep, make sure your diet's on point. Tomorrow's a new day. Go in there, get a good workout in and go in with a different mindset and reflect on what you needed to change. And I think if you just steady and consistent and don't let your highs get too high and your lows get too low, you're going to be fine and you're going to be in a good, good shape. And we're making it last point. We're making it seem like, you know, we're having a million bad days all the time. Like that's, that's kind of what the beginning of the podcast was, but really bad days are really only coming up, you know, for me at least like once a month or once every other week. And at first it's going to be more, but the more you lift, it comes with experience. You're going to get less bad days as you go on because you're going to be better at what you do and better at listening to your body. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to learn more and more about what you can control. And you're going to realize that the number of things that you can control is going to increase because you're going to know yourself better. Um, you're going to know your environment better. And it's like you said, don't let the the highs get too high or the lows get too low. It's about controlling that ego and having that mindset about just going in every day with the routine and don't let, um, don't let go of the little things that got you to where you want to be. If you have to sit there and practice a hundred free throws, just because you won a championship doesn't mean you stop doing that. That means you go back. That's what championship champions really do. You take advantage of those good days, but to be honest, they do look back on the bad things and reflect on it to learn from it. 
not to hold themselves back, but to make themselves better. Um, okay. We won a national championship, but you know, these games, whatever I could have made, you know, two or 3% more of my free throws. I could have gone from 90 to 93% on my free throws. I could have thrown that ball a little bit earlier to hit the receiver in the right hole. Um, I need to take more time in my warmups to be prepared for lifting. I need to prioritize mobility so that I can get a deeper squat so that I can make sure I get a, a green light on my lift in competition. Those are the things that you can control. And if you need help with that, help with any of that kind of stuff, like that's one of the things that we are here for and that we want to be able to do is help people um, truly realize what they're capable of doing. Yeah. And I think that even goes for like, whether you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching or you're just doing a program from us as well. I mean, we're always here as resources to help you guys. Like if you're going through a few rough days in the gym or a few good days in the gym, like we want to be the first ones to congratulate you and the first ones to pick you up and get you back on track to having those good days in the gym. Yeah, it's definitely, um, I think this would be another good, good podcast topic is kind of faith and fitness or, or the things that we're here to help people with. But you know, faith and fitness and just lifestyle in general. One of those things that we like to do and express our faith in um, is fitness. That's just what we, we like to do. But it, it's all a lifestyle, taking care of yourself, um, treating your body right. You know, God gave you this body. Don't, don't treat it poorly. Um, your body, your mind, all that stuff. And if people need help with it, that's what we, that's what we want to do. Exactly. Clark, you got any concluding comments um yeah sure i think i think another good podcast topic which you know let us know if you want to hear it um on our instagram at stg.fit go ahead and give us a follow let us know if you need anything um i think a good podcast topic would be warming up because everybody warms up differently i know a big thing absolutely mine was i used to have to stick to this exact regime and this exact plan and that wasn't what worked for me and I wasn't warmed up enough. Now yeah, I do it can, something completely different. So I think it that's can a be a topic. Yeah. Your body changes. So you warm up differently. <laughs> We're going a little off topic at the end here, but understand that's the one thing like for me when programming, it's hard to just program general warmups for people like in a gen, you know, if somebody buys a standard program on the site, awesome, but it's so hard to program warmups for people because everybody's different. Some people have great mobility and don't really need to work on it, but you got to do what works for you. Exactly. So, all right, well, we're going to wrap this thing up. Episode number four of the STG Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, be sure, again, to give us that follow on Instagram at stg.fit. Check us out on YouTube, on TikTok, um, and hopefully we'll be expanding some more, to some more platforms here pretty soon. But have a good rest of your day. Start the week out right. Have a great Monday. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Peace.